The Talking Points podcast is produced in partnership with Fee Michael Gibson and clinicaltrialresults.org. I'm Mike Gibson, Bertram Pitt, coming to you live from ESC 2021, and we're talking about the Figaro DKD study, diabetic kidney disease study, looking at finerenone in people with chronic kidney disease and type 2 diabetes. Bert, tell us a little bit about why you did it, and what you did, and what you found. Sure. So thank you very much. Well, I think most of you know there was a prior trial of finerenone in diabetic kidney disease, the Fidelio trial that was published last year, November in the New England Journal. And that was in people with pretty severe renal disease and diabetes. And they were randomized to finerenone, uh, which is a non-steroidal mineral cortic receptor antagonist at 10 to 20 milligrams. And uh, that trial showed that finerenone significantly reduced the progression of renal disease as well as reduced cardiovascular outcomes and heart failure hospitalization. Now, the Figaro DKD trial was a companion trial in 7,400 patients, also in diabetic kidney disease. There was some overlap, uh, but the patients in Figaro had less severe disease. Uh, in fact, 60% of the people in Figaro had a GFR above 60, but they had a UCAR above 30. So they had microalbinuria, but a normal ejection fraction. And this is a group that uh, we haven't paid too much attention to. So this was 60% of the trial. I must say in both of the studies, we excluded people with heart failure and a reduced ejection fraction because we know the MRAs are a class one indication. Uh, there were a few people that got into the trial with heart failure, but Presumably, they were heart failure preserved and mild heart failure. Uh, so these people were randomized to finerenone, and the primary endpoint was uh, cardiovascular death, myocardial infarction, stroke, and hospitalization for heart failure. And that was reduced uh, significantly by about 13%. But it was really driven by a 30% reduction in heart failure. So in these people with diabetic kidney disease, uh, finerenone really reduced heart failure by about 30%. The overall was positive. There was a secondary uh, outcome, which was the progression of renal disease. The primary renal disease outcome because of FDA and EMA uh, decisions was a 40% reduction in EGFR. That trended positive, but didn't quite reach significance. But the more robust 57% reduction in EGFR, which has been used in most of the trials, was positive. And most importantly, uh, there was a significant reduction in the progression to ESRD and the need for dialysis. So uh, in essence, we have striking reduction in heart failure and at best or worst a strong trend or knowledge that it protects against renal disease. Now, of course, it's an MRA and we expected to have hyperkalemia. We did have hyperkalemia, but uh, the important thing is this drug was remarkably well tolerated. 
So although we had hyperkalemia, only 1.2% of patients in the phenarinone group dropped out because of hyperkalemia versus 0.4% in the placebo group. So that's less than 1%. And given the fact we had moderate renal disease in 40% of the patients, uh, that's pretty well, uh, that's better than we would see, I believe, with any of the steroidal MRAs. Uh, so in essence, uh, this drug uh, was well tolerated, effective in reducing the primary endpoint, but mainly heart failure hospitalization and reduced end-stage renal disease and 57% reduction in EGFR. If you take together with the prior Fidelio trial, we can say over the spectrum of renal disease and diabetes that phenarinone really protects both the kidneys and the heart. So we were pretty pleased, and I think this is going to make a difference in our patients. And I know that many diabetologists, almost all diabetologists, when they see a patient with diabetes and a normal renal function, screen for a microalbinuria. But unfortunately, many of us in cardiology don't do that. We see a normal EGFR, we just go on. Uh, but because of this data, I've been uh, sensitized to this. And I think this is really important for us in cardiology uh, when we see diabetics to screen for microalbinuria because, as I showed you, we can really prevent the development of heart failure and progression of renal disease. So to me, that's really a very important message. Any subgroups that had a positive interaction term were the no, uh, no, that it was uniformly. And I must say, everyone's interested in the SGLT uh, two inhibitors and GLP one. We had less than ten percent uh, in both, and all we can say is looks like phenarinone works equally well on top of these agents. But we're really not powered to to look at this. We have preclinical data. There is a preclinical study showing that uh, phenarinone and empagliflozin have additive effects or maybe synergistic effects on inflammation and fibrosis, but we really don't have the, the data from the clinical trials. Uh, when we started this, the SGLTs were, weren't used that much and it's still not used ideally. So I think we feel pretty confident it works, but I think we need more data to look how they work together. And my guess is they're gonna be adding together to, we should be using them both, but I really can't say that with 100% certainty. Sure, well, we seem to be adding more and more good drugs on. Great to have so many great choices in uh, heart failure. Bert, thank you for joining us today. Super presentation, very clear, very compelling results. And thanks to all of you joining us here live from ESC 2021. Well, thank you, Michael.